This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome back to the Build a Better Us podcast. The president of Build a Better Us, B.J. Thompson, and licensed therapist John J.P. Parker are about to discuss spiritual, relational, and personal development from a refreshing perspective. Be sure to stay tuned to the end to find out how you can become a part of the BBU Nation. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this conversation with BJ and JP. Hey everybody, I'm John Parker. And I'm BJ Thompson. And this is the Build a Better Us podcast, live and direct to you, to your, I don't know, Apple device, to your laptop, Mm -hmm. to whatever streaming situation you got going on. To Google Play. Hey, hey, we in there. We in there. (laughs) Today we are talking about good times, Mm. scratching and surviving. Love good times. Good times was a good situation. It was a little depressing. If you <laughs> if you're not familiar with the show Good yeah. Times, yeah. go back in the archives, go to Google, mm-hmm. go to YouTube, mm-hmm. and uh watch a little bit of Good Times. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about uh Good Times yeah. for the audience who have not seen the show. Well, most people just remember JJ Walker and Dynamite. Dynamite. That's what they remember, right? Or maybe a little Michael being a little sensitive, you know what mm. I'm saying? But be being real active, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Having a fist in there, but at the same time having a having a little way about him that wasn't the most uh, television friendly at the time. Uh-huh. You know, it's a different day, this day that we live in now. But back then, folks had a little issues with it. But, you know, there was James and the whole, damn, damn, damn. Yeah, you remember yeah, that? Florida Evans. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when he died. You know, so it was just a, a family show about living in the projects mm. during the 70s? 60s, 60s 70s, 70s, right? 80s. You know, currently, <laughs> they, yeah. they just tear the projects down and make them look different uh, now. But the idea is it was a family show catered towards a black audience that good times to them was scratching and surviving. Yeah. Good times to them was easy credit ripoffs. Mm. You know, good times was standing in the chow line. Standing in the chow line. Yeah. I still don't know what a chow line is, but we I've, I've been in the chow line. You know, it's. Several types. There's one where you literally hear somebody getting some food, put out your plate, get your plate, go sit down and eat. Huh. And you're grateful for the meal. Or going to pick up the government subsidence, what they're giving you, in bags, peanut butter, you know, the uh, powdered eggs. And the, the cheese. And the government cheese. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But they are probably referring to like a literal child line. Probably like, hey, you know, like a, like a cafeteria situation mm. where it's free food. And you take this free food or you starve. Huh. Good times. Yeah. yeah. I, the thing I love about Good Times is I, I remember the show Good Times being kind of like the staple in mm-hmm. the community that we're living in. And mm-hmm. it's like everybody would tune into Good Times to see mm-hmm. what was happening. But interesting enough, the the show Good Times was all about them just surviving. Yeah. Right? They lived, the setting was in Cabrini Green in Chicago, mm-hmm. the projects there. And they were just doing everything they could, mm-hmm. you know. Florida, the mama would work extra hours. All the hours. All the hours. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The daddy was grumpy and angry. Yep. yep. Always trying to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, The sister had a boyfriend who was a drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Who hid liquor in the bathroom one time. Penny was getting her head knocked off. Little Janet Jackson was getting getting abused by her mama. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I and remember it that. Hit the fan when she got burnt with that Ooh, iron. The iron. Was, That's yeah. a crazy situation. Yeah, yeah. But the theme of today's show is: Are you surviving or mm-hmm. are you thriving? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What are some ways? I mean, we're talking about survival, and we see it depicted mm-hmm. on a television show. Right. Right. How would I know that I'm surviving mm-hmm. in real life mm-hmm. versus thriving? Mm-hmm. Well, sir, I mean, the the bad part about surviving is it looks like thriving sometimes. Uh, so people really? may feel as if, yes, they are indeed thriving, but they're actually just just getting along. Mm. And that's the the great thing about millennial culture, right? It's like, yo, accolades, pats on the back, retreats, follows, all likes. of these things, likes, you know what I'm saying? Hearts, emojis, all of these things give the false sense of success. It gives a false sense of thriving, right? Mm. When it's really just a pat on the back, it's just an accolade, it's just something that's happening to keep you pacified. Let me explain it this way so that just in case it doesn't go over everybody's head, right? It's going to go over the head. Go ahead. So survival by its nature is a bare minimal existence, Hmm. right? When I think of, uh, which is LeBron James, is he thriving or surviving? I think he's surpassed surviving, right? Okay. I think he's past surviving, right? But you look at somebody like Booby Gibson. Who is that? Exactly. Oh. Has a baby by <laughs> has a baby by <laughs> Keisha Cole, right? Played in the NBA with LeBron James. He might have been on the team that he took to the finals back in the day, if I'm not mistaken. But he gets injured. Next thing you know, he's living with Keisha Cole on Keisha Cole's a TV show. She's got a reality show and he's living with her. Right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? And it's love and hip hop. Uh, is it LA or Atlanta? I don't know what everyone in the shows, right? So the idea is he played in the NBA. He made money just like LeBron James. But when we're looking at scales of things. Yeah. Booby is surviving. Booby is surviving. He's surviving, right? Via his baby mama, ex wife, right? On national television versus LeBron James, who's selling $500 basketball shorts. He is selling five. That's a minute. That's I mean, that's just for fun. That's just kids play wow. money, right? Wow. Right? That's yeah. just, you know, when this is done, I'll be able to buy an island somewhere, right? So is that help with the contrast of thriving versus surviving? You could be in the same career, having done the same thing, amass a certain level of notoriety, and then just somebody else just keep on going. But you think you're doing good because you I was there too. Yeah. I balled at one point in time. I think another indicator that you could potentially just be surviving mm-hmm. is you embrace the changes and outcomes as they are mm-hmm. without imposing or desiring anything different, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If they offer you 15, you want 15. If, if that changes to 1450, you may begrudgingly do it. <laughs> All right. Then you take yeah. the 1450. Yeah. If that changes to 12, because mm-hmm. something happened, mm-hmm. you embrace that. And then one day they walk in, they say, hey, we need to give you 10. Mm-hmm. The budget cuts, you know, there's some things happening. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to still get mine, but you... You uh, got to get yeah, that 10. You, yeah. We, Yo, you going to take a 10. Take this 10. Yeah. Yeah. And so one of the indicators of just surviving mm-hmm. is as things change, you just adapt to change and you don't even give a resistance mm-hmm. to, man, no, I'm worth more mm-hmm. than those things. Mm-hmm. What is another indicator for you mm-hmm. just of like... Surviving. surviving. Just out here in the streets, surviving. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want people to miss what you just said because you're good at making sure I repeat myself, right? Thank so you, the sir. idea is what you said is this. One, if you're not calling your own shots mm. in the realm that you're living in, you're surviving, mm. right? You're not thriving, you're surviving. One, if you have to take a lesser role, a lesser pay salary, a lesser position, right? 
in something that you're a part of. Maybe you're help building. Maybe you feel as if you're on the front lines. But your salary, your position, whatever it is that you're jockeying for keeps getting diminished. And you're like, oh, okay. And you're not putting up a fight about it. You're surviving. Wow. No, no self-worth, no ambition, wow. low ambition, whatever it is that's going on. You need to say to yourself, oh, am I surviving or am I thriving? Yeah. Right now, it sounds like I'm just surviving. Right? I think this is a great way to, to segue into mm-hmm. something that I know that many of us struggle with. And it's a sense of self-worth. Mm-hmm. You know, there are many people listening right now and they struggle with a sense of self-worth because no one has ever helped them see their their worth soberly. Mm -hmm. And anytime they impose, hey, I'm worth more, Mm -hmm. it is quelched down with, oh, that's arrogant, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so I want to give a caveat for the audience because when you fail to know your value, you will have to just embrace whatever attachment, labels, if that's a you are a minority, mm-hmm. if you are a woman, if you are anything less than the top of whatever society values, you will then be forced to eat and embrace and live with that label. Yeah. And that is survival, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a failure to know one's worth, mm-hmm. especially even as changes occur. Following the path of least resistance, Ooh. right? Self-worth low. Following the path of least resistance keeps you in a situation where it's like, yo, I don't want to ruffle no feathers. I just want to kind of be in the flow of things. Mm. I don't really want to speak up because I don't know if my voice will be misheard or if it'll be a situation where it'll be uh, heard wrong or whatever the case would be. So I'm going to just chill let stuff happen to me. Right? They, I think the saying says, are you living life or is, are, is, is life, life living you? Right. You know what I'm saying? So following the path of least resistance, yes, not only does it coincide to low self-esteem, but it also coincides to surviving. Wow. You're not thriving. You're not growing. You're not calling your own shots. You're just out here. Wow. You're a ship with no sail. You're just floating along the rivers. Let me say this. This is crazy. Okay. I was just on a boat Mm. in the ocean Mm -hmm. in Belize. Mm -hmm. When we say a ship with no sail, because of how vast the ocean is, (laughs) when you don't have a sail, Mm -hmm. I mean, a sail or a motor, Mm -hmm. To guide you, to help you go where you need to go, the ocean's wind will blow you all over the place, mm-hmm. right? And what I would say is like, oh, too many of us are settling for a sense of survival. And here's how I know. The amount of people who communicate to me that they believe that they have something they're supposed to do in the world and yet have never done it. Mm-hmm have no plans, have no intentions, haven't even started the process of it, but are fully convinced (laughs) that God has called them to said career, said ambition, said task, tells me that in this moment, Mm -hmm. you are just surviving Mm -hmm. off of the small rations that are being given to you. What happens when we embrace a life of survival? Minimal success. <laughs> Minimal success. Not only does it seem like you're balling, but it also keeps you complacent. Good. Right? Gracious. When you're just surviving, these little, like, like you can say somebody that's convinced the Lord is sitting me on image. Bro, you want to be president, but you didn't even have your GED. Woo! 
You want to be president, but you ain't even finished your first term in college. You want to be president, but you ain't even majoring in political science. You want to be like, I could go on and on for days of people coming to me, whether it's in therapy or life coaching, having these grand ideas and they're not even suffering with like grandiose personality situations, right? These people are just fooled. Yeah. And they are just surviving. And somebody's petting on the back. Mama saying, you go get it. Da, 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 da. No one, you set your kid up for failure. Wow. Right. You can and be anything. You can be anything. And nothing. <laughs> Meaning you can be nothing. <laughs> or you may be nothing right now, right? So minimal success, man, like it's 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 a like, I don't know, it's 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 one of those things where you just I mean it's fooling yourself is the best way to put it, right? Yeah, yeah. But people will get these minimal successes. And it's one thing to be like you're starting a business and you get one contract, then you get two contracts, then you get three contracts. It's a different thing to have a consistent level of minimalness yeah, and to feel as if you're in some place that you're not and you're fooling yourself mm. and you don't have anybody in your corner that loves you enough to say, hey, man, you're just surviving right now. Wow. And I don't want people to think that we're saying if you're just surviving, it's because you can't win or you're unable to, but you need to take a real evaluation of the length, right? The breadth of your work, right? The to, And to make a real serious evaluation of whether or not this is something that needs to be continued. Yeah. Because minimal success can give like, yo, I was... Five out of ten from the free throw line today. Yeah, I think I'm all right. Yeah, but a fifty percent career free throw percentage is 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 not something to celebrate. It's not something to celebrate. You may oh I can make half my free throws now, bro. Yeah, That's I want to dispel something very quickly. Yeah. Survival versus thriving isn't in one area of life. Mm-hmm. It's in all. Mm-hmm. It could be your career. Yeah, it might be your marriage. Yes, yes. It could be your parenting. Mm-hmm. It could be your friendships. Yes. It could be the way you move about in the world, world and the endeavors and the goals that you have for mm-hmm. yourself and the legacy you're trying to create. Yeah. When you hear the idea mm-hmm. survival versus thriving, mm-hmm. think comprehensive. Mm-hmm. Do not limit it to my career. Don't limit it to those things. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you another thing that happens consequentially, mm-hmm. right? When something changes and it falls apart, you're just left. Mm-hmm. With the nothing mm-hmm. that's changed. Yep. So that friendship change, you just kind of left. Yeah. That job change, you just left with the pink slip. <laughs> Here you go. All right. Thank you kindly. That marriage change, you just kind of left with the emptiness mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. You find yourself vulnerable, mm-hmm. not empowered to being able to impose that which you desire in every situation. Yeah. yeah. And so if you des- if you listening to this and you say, I'm going to just survive, because here's the thing, you have to choose between whether you will just survive mm-hmm. or whether you will pursue thriving. Mm-hmm. There isn't a middle ground. Mm-hmm. If you fail to choose, then you have embraced the idea that I'm just surviving. Mm-hmm. And you have to embrace all that comes along with it mm-hmm. along this journey. And too often times, I find that people believe to themselves they can ride the middle ground. Mm-hmm. They don't have to really make a decision yep. about whether they want to survive or thrive. Yep. And they're just going, it's, it'll work itself out. And I say, no, it's not going to just work itself yep. out. <laughs> Bro, have you ever seen Friday? Yeah, of course. So you remember? Friday, one, two, three. Just the first one. Okay. I don't, the other two, I don't. Okay, because you go into like the third saga. Yeah, I, that's. You know, you know, house party one, two, three. Come on, man. RBX or whatever they know. Who are yeah, you people? B, B2K. B2K. I don't. Who don't be this. Marcus Houston, we are so sorry for that. Have you seen the recent Marcus Houston? We got, I, 
This is going to be a podcast for another day when it's time to let go. That's what we're recording right after this, when it's time to let go. All right? I'm, let me write that down. So you all are listening. I'm, I'm writing so this down crazy. right now when it's time so to crazy. let go. Uh, we'll, we'll let y'all know about that. Um, so basically, if you, house party. Uh, not house party. <laughs> Friday. So when uh, Smokey's mom wants him to buy him some cigarettes. For sure. Right? How much did she give him? $5. She don't, I don't think she gave him 5 I think she gave him like $2. And the cigarettes cost $5. And oh. she, he was like, Mama, this ain't enough. She was like, make it enough. Make it enough. To this day, people that are surviving mm. are having the make it enough mentality. Wow. I've heard people say that believe that are, that are followers of the teachers teachings of Jesus Christ say, hey, you know, I, I hesitate on Christians sometimes. That's a loaded. We got to say we, we need We need to teach you Jesus Christ. Right, right. We need to see your tree and your fruit before For I just sure. throw that label at you. Right. For sure. So it's one of those things where. People feel as if because God has called them or this, that thing is happening. They can give minimal work, mm. till minimal soil, break minimal back, be out, uh, the sun's out, I'll come back when it's cool outside, right? Not put in the work and feel like God will make it enough. Good. Right? Oh, this will be blessed because I da 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 No, bro. You have a survival mentality when you're not ready to do the things that it takes to thrive. Wow. If you think God is going to make it enough, man. So I, I went on a tour. With, Stop it right now. With, I see I'm this. Just saying, okay. I'm just because I don't Go know if he's ahead. listening. I don't know if make. I don't want to make old wounds for him. But we went out of the country on a tour. We finished the shows, and the host says, "Hey, man, I don't have your money." Oh, mind you, that you know it was a good time. I enjoyed the things we did. While <laughs> it we was there, a great time, right? But they didn't have but, my money. But the man at the, I didn't have no children at the time. But the man had children and a wife, and had to go home and say, "Hey, I was gone for six, seven, ten days, and I have no money." Right. I told the dude, and I didn't say it correctly because it was a language barrier, and I didn't really know how to put it, and it was a terrible way to put it, but he was like- We're going to edit this for the kids. No, no, it wasn't wasn't, wasn't nothing like that, but it was just the way I phrased it. So what he said was like um, something something about God, and I was like, sometimes you got to help God out. What I meant was, you can't just say, hey, here's a concert, and expect people just to show up, Right. You can't just say if you make it, they will come. Like that doesn't. Mm. We're, this is a business we're, we're talking about. We're talking about mm. surviving versus thriving, right? You have an artist that's coming in from another country that people may not be familiar with, and you have no marketing and branding skills, and you haven't laid the foundation before he comes. No one's gonna know who this dude is, and they're not gonna show up if you don't get out there, get on radio. If you don't get to the press, if you don't get stuff popping, so when he comes, people are excited about him being there, right? Good. Right. If you don't pave the way, when he shows up, nothing's gonna happen. So what I meant by saying you need to help God out is you need to put the work in. Good. Right. God can bless anything, right? I think there's a saying that's not in the Bible that God blesses babies and fools and old people. Good. Right. Good. So if you're just a fool all your life. Hoping that God is going to make something work. Not saying that you're a fool, right? But I'm saying if you're doing foolish things that lead to just surviving, you have to have a greater level of knowledge, a greater level of awareness, a greater level of like thriving that has to push you past Smokey's mama saying $5 cost, cigarettes cost $5. Here's $2. Make it enough. Make it enough. Make it enough. Make it enough. enough. Yep. The make it enough mentality Mm -hmm. oftentimes is mysticism. Yeah. If you believe that things magically just happen, you are living in a state of survival. That's it. The state of thriving mm-hmm. says, no, I need to plan, mm-hmm. right? Let's transition a little bit yeah, into yeah. the state of thriving. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it as we wrap. <clears throat> survival off the table. Thriving, how do you know you're doing that? Yeah, so one, you have to have a sense of self-awareness. Come on. Too often times we want to engage in situations mm-hmm. with no sense of who you are. Mm-hmm. I don't mean who you feel criticized to mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. I mean a sober view of who you are. Mm-hmm. 
the more you know who you are, both good, bad, and ugly, mm-hmm. the more you're able to understand why you do what you do. Yeah. The more you understand how you've always been something. And now you're building out of who you've always been. Mm-hmm. You're not just trying to start over. Mm-hmm. Now you can begin to engage in a sense of thriving, yeah. right? Yeah. Because your self-awareness is up and you're not shocked why you said that mm-hmm. or why you're interested in that and why you do that. It, you've already, you're doing the hard work mm-hmm. of not just learning industry, but learning yourself, right? Yeah. So the first step of survival, mm-hmm. is, I mean, of thriving is, Learning oneself, being able to communicate you to you. Mm-hmm. What else? How do you get mm-hmm. to thriving? Ongoing assessments, right? Mm, of ahead. you and what you're doing and whether this is working or not. Mm. Another ongoing assessment is how you talked about earlier about the rug getting pulled from underneath you and then you just falling apart. You're left with the pink slip. You don't know where to go. You don't know which. which Those pink slips is dangerous. <laughs> which way is up? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like somebody just put you in a box and shook you up. True. You know what I'm saying? So I think what happens is. Ongoing assessments is like when these things happen to you, is your world destroyed? Good. Right? When you're thriving and you get a pink slip, you're like, oh, what is this? Oh, you just helped me get to the next level. Mm. You just helped me be better. You mm. just helped me make things happen in such a way where it's like, oh, you know what? Uh, I'm about to win. You're bad. You're lost. But if you're crushed, your world is broken. You start panicking. You don't know what to do. You start borrowing stuff from your mama. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? It's bad right. when you borrow from mama. <laughs> well, you just like, I'm just going to move back in. When you're like, yo, I can't even think of how I can uh, get past this. And I'm just going to ball up in a, in, a, in a corner somewhere in my mama's house. You're, you're in survival mode, right? Wow. Thriving requires ongoing assessment so that you're prepared for the things that may come. Yeah, some unforeseen things may happen. But how you bounce back from those things show whether or not you're thriving and surviving. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. And what I hear you saying mm-hmm. to myself and to the audience is that thriving means you're proactive. Survival means you're just reactive, mm-hmm. right? I'm not waiting to uh, for a crisis to occur for me to be intentional and to be proactive, mm-hmm. right? I'm building despite trauma, crisis, mm-hmm. and great change. Yeah. So that if something changes, it doesn't matter. I'm already building those things. I think I said this before in a previous episode, that you need to be building a career, not trying to keep a job. Mm-hmm. Right? Come on. Come on. That It's that yeah. bigger picture thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm building my career. Yeah. I'm not just trying to keep a job. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. one of the indications of thriving is that you live proactively. Mm-hmm. So this is the practical application. So in your relationships, are you proactive or are you just reactive? Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In your job, your profession, are you proactive in creating and developing and thinking and reevaluating, mm-hmm. reassessing and implementing, or are you just reactive to whatever comes your way? When it comes to your parenting, when it comes to your friendships, are you proactive or are you reactive? That is the indication of survival or thriving. Mm-hmm. And people who thrive are people who are ongoingly thinking about no, I'm being intentional about this. And no, the doctor didn't tell me I have high sugar mm-hmm. and high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And now I need to change my diet. No, I feel fine. But I notice things need to change in how I eat. Mm-hmm. I'm not food informed. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I will implement this mm-hmm. apart from a pink slip from a medical profession. Right, right, right. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think another thing, just practical, mm-hmm. you take your mm-hmm. own life in health seriously, mm. apart from someone pronouncing crisis in a certain area. Yeah. Yeah. You take your own health mm. and life seriously apart from someone else mm-hmm. 
pronouncing a crisis. Yeah. What else? What's some other things that you need to thrive? People that thrive exceed expectations. Mm, what do you mean by that? People that thrive don't just do the bare minimum. People that thrive aren't happy with with just like, oh, that worked. Okay, cool. People that thrive are studying. They're learning. Good. They have a mentor. They have a life coach. They see a therapist. Life coach? Yeah. 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 Imagine that. Wow. Uh-huh. BJ, I think you, are you familiar with that life coach? I'm situation? a little familiar with it. Okay. Okay. It's a necessary thing, right? Yeah. It's a very necessary yeah. thing. People that thrive aren't happy with just being. They mm. have people in their circle. They have they have wisdom on their side. They got elders in their life. They have life coaches in their life. They have, they and they do things. They read books. Wow. They 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 study up on the subject matter. They become experts in this particular thing that they're doing, and that's that they do that so that they can command the shots. Like we talk about, they can call the shots. They wow. when you come into a room, right? Are you just a fly on the wall? Or people like, oh shoot, here come BJ. Oh, here come JP. Oh man, we need to make sure we got this thing together. You know what I'm saying? Are you in a situation to where your knowledge and your skill sets are so high that you can demand? Good. You can turn stuff down. Good. You can call your shots. Hold up. This uh-huh. is another part. Mm-hmm. You give them the game out here yeah. for free. One of the indications that you're surviving is you can choose mm-hmm. consciously whether or not you should pursue or should not pursue something mm-hmm. based off of your own agenda. Yep. One of the indicators yep. that you are surviving is you have your own agenda. Yep. Yeah. You've considered it, mm-hmm. you weighed it, and you measured it. You say, mm-hmm. this is good or is is not good for me. Yeah. Therefore, I can consciously say, I decline mm-hmm. or I accept those things. Yeah. I think another thing, and I, I'll start wrapping up with yeah. this, is you have a plan. Yeah. There's a saying, if you fail to plan, plan to fail. Mm-hmm. That is a serious thing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Are you a consumer or are you a producer? Mm-hmm. If you are a producer, and this is what we're trying to do with the Build a Better Us podcast, is not just to give you some talk. Mm-hmm. We're trying to give you game. And if you would listen and apply, you would level up. Level up, right? A simple level up. It's a simple, like, mm-hmm. you do, 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 do. <laughs> you level up, yep. right? Yeah. Are you able to plan these moves? Mm-hmm. If you can play chess and not checkers, now when you go in with the agenda mm-hmm. and a plan, now you're working your plan along the way. And that's in real time with the things. Mm-hmm. What's one or two other things that yep. people need to thrive? Last two things, man. Two things you said pre-show I'll give you credit for. Um, Appreciate it. One of the things is- Shout out. You want a few people to give me credit for. I, mean, I, just, I, just I know to... certain people in the public that be- Give my stuff all the right, time. Right, 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 But you get this. This is for you. You know what I, I mean? appreciate this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. <laughs> appreciate the credit, bro. Yeah. So the absence of you needing to think critically shows that you're surviving. If you have the absence of thinking critically, that shows that you are surviving and not thriving. If you're not able to think mm. critically about job, life, husband, wife, neighborhood, children, community involvement, if it's just like stuff is just happening, you're just like, eh, yeah, yeah. If you're not knowledgeable about things, if you don't have the ability to say, and again, thinking critically can be a gift, but I think everybody can do it on a certain level. You don't have to be, you know, some guru of something better to think critically. Mm. You just can't take things for face value all the time. Mm. You can't just have stuff spoon fed to you. You're like, mm, this is good. Give me some more of that. Mm. Why are people doing things? Why is your wife or husband acting the way? Why is your children acting the way that? Why are your neighbors treating the way they treat? Why is this that thing happen? Think critically about these things and stop just letting things happen to wow. you, right? Wow. And around you, right? The other thing is, if you're filled with criticism, but you don't have a plan, come on, you're not thriving. Come on, you're not thriving. You always have say to that have a, a plan. Say just, that a little bit. Just give us, give our audience mm-hmm. directly. If you can yeah. speak directly to our audience, yeah. 
What would you say to them about being a critic mm -hmm. versus being playing and measured? What happens, you see these people that love to complain, mm. love to undermine what's going on, mm. love to throw rocks and hide their hand, mm. um, right? Love to secretly hate and throw shade because mm. they're good at being a critic, but they don't have any input on how to make things better, Wow, how to change the system, how to help people. You just love to just be that guy. It's one thing to be a person, to be a dream killer, but then you're like, all right, let me help you hone in your dream. But if you're just out here just smashing dreams and trashing things and making things difficult for people and belittling situations without having a plan of how to make things better, or even if you do that to yourself, that's a problem. That's a problem. When you're self-sabotaging, when you're criticizing yourself, it could be an inner voice, an inner critic, something that needs to be talked about in life coaching or therapy or whatever. Sure. But the problem becomes like, yo, like, what is going on? In your life, you heard the ding. Now, this means something important was coming up, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how we flipped that. But the thing is, like, yo, if, if you're unable to offer insight into a situation, the problem is you. Wow. You have to have a plan. You just can't be a critic. That you, You're bitter on the inside. It eats you alive. It makes you a person that nobody wants to be around. Yeah. And if you're thriving, man, you're out here, you're able to offer solutions and not just criticize. Good. Last thing is you're taking a risk. Yeah. Yeah. You've left the comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You take a risk. I don't know a single soul yeah. that's thriving yeah. that isn't taking risk. Yeah. They're calculated. Yeah. They're planned. Mm -hmm. But they are outside of the comfort zone. Yeah. If you are comfortable, mm -hmm. then you're not growing. Yeah. If you're comfortable, then you're probably not thriving. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because thriving always demands that you are off balance mm -hmm. and you give yourself relentlessly to that. Yeah. Some people struggle with that. Mm -hmm. And they have an issue and they can't do it. They listen to us talk and they say, man, that's too much. What would you recommend people do if they just struggle with mm -hmm. how they personally can do so? What can they do? Uh, there's a website, Build a Better Us. Okay. Um, you can go there. You can sign up for a free consultation with a life coach. Okay. And after that free consultation, you can pay your money and keep it moving and make sure that you got somebody in your corner that's going to say, hey, wow. good idea, bad idea. Move in that direction, slow down a little bit. Think through this, think critically about that. Don't just be out here wondering. Don't be a ship without a sail. Mm. Make sure that you are thriving and not surviving. And let's check in to see if you are indeed thriving or are you just surviving. Mm. So also, healthy people invest in themselves. Mm -hmm. They spend money, they spend yep. time, they yep. spend effort in order to do so. So our desire is to help you become a better you. So that we can become a better us. Thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Build a Better Us, and on Instagram at BBU Social. To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build a Better Us podcast.